Good afternoon and welcome to the Garden State Law Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lau, Director of Business Development and Marketing at Sabre LLC, a full-service law firm headquartered in Florham Park, New Jersey. Today, I'm joined by Justin Calta. Justin is a transactional attorney with Sabre who focuses his practice on real estate, land use, and corporate law. Justin, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Tim. Pleasure to be here. Today, we'll be discussing a hot topic in New Jersey, and that is the development of commercial warehousing. Now, if you've lived in New Jersey, you know that space can be tight and that people expect to have things delivered pretty much immediately, two things that don't necessarily go together, which is why warehouse space is a particularly hot commodity. Now, Justin, that brings me to my first question to you. What is the current state of warehousing in New Jersey, and why why is warehousing so significant here compared to other areas of the U.S.? Yeah, so the the best way to answer that question is sort of take a step back in time to, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, most people did their shopping through physical retail locations. Um, You know, if you wanted to buy something, you got up off your couch, uh, you went to a store, checked it out, bought it. Um, Around that time, Amazon, you know, started building up. They weren't the only e-commerce or e-tail as it's referred to, uh, you know, player in the market, but... um, you know, they, they'd started scaling operations and then they rolled out Prime um, to where, you know, you could, you could click a button and within 24 to 48 hours, whatever you wanted to buy showed up on your, your front step. Um, whereas prior to that, you know, it, it was a much different experience, certainly early on in the Internet. Um, you know, you, you were a little leery about sending financial information out. Uh, you know, things would take a week or longer to get there. Shipping was more expensive. Um, so, you know, that had been continuing on. Physical retail was sort of evolving. And then, as we all know, in, in late 2019, uh, early 2020, the pandemic hits. Nobody's going out anymore. People were buying things that they'd never thought to even purchase over the Internet. You know, things like milk and eggs were now, were now being delivered, uh, you know, through, through online transactions. Um, and, you know, we're still there a little bit. And in, in order for that magic to happen, right, in, in order to turn a click into a, a box on your front porch in, in that short a time frame that really needs to be a pretty robust warehousing and, and infrastructure, you know, uh, development uh, that, that supports, you know, the whole process. So it doesn't all just occur in one building, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's warehousing, it's, it's picking and sorting centers, it's the last mile distribution centers, it's administrative space. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty robust and you don't really see it. Right. You just see the Amazon trucks out. Maybe, you know, you drive through an industrial park, you know, you see large warehousing spaces. Um, but, you know, it's 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 a complex and pretty well built, well oiled machine that turns that click into a box. Um, now, with a particular emphasis on New Jersey, you know, we're 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 pretty attractive for somebody that wants to put up a warehouse. Uh, now, the reason is, you know, we're we're approximately located to major metropolitan areas in the New York metro area. Uh, you know, we have access to major interstate, intrastate thoroughfares. We have major airline hubs, major railway stations. We also have something not every state has, and that's seaports. We can literally get a boatload of shipping containers full of merchandise that can be offloaded, you know, into a warehouse and then distributed to the region writ large. Um, so with the backdrop of everything I just said, you know, the explosion of of e-tail among other things you know warehousing is not just e-commerce but it's you know it's that's the easy example to give um 
as well as, you know, the demand for space in New Jersey, which is incredible. I mean, as, as of a couple months ago, um, you know, I think vacancy rates uh, I read were around one or two percent. Um, so it, it, there has been a, a large increase in development applications seeking to put up, you know, warehouse or, or similar infrastructure in New Jersey. So one thing that also makes New Jersey unique is that it's a very heavily regulated state. So yeah. what is the current state of regulation with New Jersey and warehouse development? Yeah, so New Jersey, um, you know, development, the regulation of development in New Jersey is, is largely delegated to municipalities on an individual basis. And there's something like 500, 501 municipalities in New Jersey. So it gets the pretty complicated if you want to put up something like a large warehouse that has a regional effect. Um, but by and large, you know, the, the, the regulation of warehousing is almost stuck in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's, it's not unusual to see in a given municipality in New Jersey that says, here's an industrial area, warehousing's permitted, and they just tie a couple of regulations to it. You know, you have to have X number of parking spaces based on, you know, the square footage of the warehouse. Your drive aisles need to be yay big. We want to see some landscaping, some lighting. Um, which is, I don't want to say it hasn't worked, right? Uh, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't account for um, the nuance in what warehousing really means. You know, as, as, as the size of the warehouse goes up, the impacts on development are increased and you know, the more a municipality want to try and offset the impacts of those development. Now, all development has impacts, right? Whether you're putting up a single family home or a a million square foot plus warehouse, there's going to be an impact on the surrounding environment, surrounding roadways, other municipal infrastructure, um, and, you know, quality of life issues, you know, truck traffic, lighting pollution, noise, uh, th th things like that. And together with the explosion in, in uh, warehouse development applications in New Jersey, it's sort of caught the eye of, of regulators, municipalities have been struggling with how to, you know, tackle this. So the New Jersey State Planning Commission, being one of those agencies, adopted recently um, the warehouse siting guidelines. And it's basically a compendium of recommendations that they make to municipalities about how to tackle this issue. Um, and it's, it hits some of the highlights that, that we just discussed. Uh, you know, that they want, they'd like to try and take a, a regional approach to development, you know, get input from surrounding areas. Because the way it works in New Jersey, again, is, you know, the, the municipality, generally speaking, the municipality... Uh, where the warehouse is situated is one that sets the, the tone, you know, the, the, or the, the regulations. Even though, you know, something like a large warehouse has an effect on the, the surrounding region. It's not just necessarily that municipality. So, so they recommend a regional approach. They want to, you know, recommend uh, trying to locate warehousing sites uh, away from residential areas or in a way that's situated away from residential area and doesn't require travel to or near a residential area to get to, you know, like a major highway. So uh, they want to see it try and, and locate warehousing developments, uh, you know, along major highways, along railways, things like that. Um, so uh, that's, that's how it's been developed and that's sort of where we're we're tacking towards is municipalities are, are taking what the state planning commission has recommended and they're, they're taking a hard look. So how are some of these towns offsetting some of the impacts of development? Yeah. So development regulations, ordinances more specifically in New Jersey and ordinances is, is law that's passed at the municipal level, basically. Um, you know, they have the effect of law and 
it's a democratic process uh, that needs to be carried out in the open. So it moves at the speed of government. You know, uh, you, you can't just change things overnight. Um, in certain circumstances, the law requires that you give affected people uh, notice, um, you know, and, and ability to be heard um, to the extent that affects property that they own or if they're on a contract to purchase, develop, and everything like that. Um, so it, we're, we're early on in the process because of how much time it takes. And as, you know, the development process continues, towns are looking at other towns, trying to learn lessons from what went right, what went wrong. Um, so some towns are just saying, nope, we are overbuilt. We don't have space that can accommodate it without the impacts being too great such that we can't really offset them. Some towns uh, that, that do that are, are just taking a firm no. Some towns are um, permitting existing warehousing applications that were pending to, to finish up. And then I think they're going to reassess um, uh, you know, maybe go through a, a, a reworking of, of their zoning code to, to see if they can accommodate warehousing. And some towns are, are, are you know, just to be frank, relatively open to it. Um, some towns are, are really taking the, the uh, state planning commission's uh, guidelines seriously. Um, but again, it's going to require a change at the local level, which, you know, is, is embossed with these democratic procedures that, that do take time. So what are some of your thoughts on how development will unfold over the next few years? I think it's, it's going to continue along that, that sort of three-prong approach that I just laid out. Some towns are going to continue uh, to say, look, we're overbuilt. We can't take it. You can't do it here. Um, they're going to get sued. Some have been sued. That litigation's, litigation also moves slow. Uh, that litigation's shaking out. Some people, some towns are settling. Some towns aren't. Um, uh, I think you're going to see some towns take a middle approach, um, maybe not wholesale revise their, their zoning regs to account for what the state planning commission's recommended. Um, but, you know, take applications on a, uh, a case by case basis, um, and try and tamp down on, on overbuilding, which is, you know, it's a concern. You know, that's something municipalities uh, want, want to take a hard look at. And then other towns are, are really going to go through a, a, a sea change of, of regulations. Um, you know, updating their master plan. The master plan um, is, you know, sort of the, the document that, that lays out the development vision for the entire town. Not necessarily just development, but, you know, zoning regulations in New Jersey have to be consistent with the master plan. So they may want to update their master plan. That takes time. You know, that's got to be done all in, on, in public at hearings. People have an opportunity to be heard. Once that's updated, they can go through and, and you know, enact new zoning ordinances. Uh, that also takes time. Um, so some towns are just going to say, no, don't want it. Some are going to continue along their existing track of, of dealing with applications on case by basis case basis. And I think you're going to see some towns that, that continue along the, you know, the real reworking of, of their zoning regulations to, to specifically address this issue. But I think the bottom line is, um, if you find yourself, whether you're concerned about warehousing development or you're trying to put it up, um, I think it, it's, it's going to be more complex. You're adding a layer of, of concern and regulation that didn't necessarily exist prior to this. Um, uh, it's it's going to take longer. It's it's going to be more expensive. Uh, you're going to need a robust development team, and part of that development team is going to need to be an attorney who can really navigate you through some of the legal challenges to make sure that um, 
you know, everything's being done rightly, right, you're being treated fairly. Um, again, whether you're concerned, you're opposing it, you're trying to put it up, um, you know, I think it's, it's indispensable at this point in time to really have a, an attorney that can guide you through the, that, that, that complex process. Well, it's certainly something we're going to be keeping an eye on here in New Jersey for years to come. Justin, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Should our listeners have any questions for Justin, you can reach him at 973-232-0618 or jcalta at saber.com. That is J-C-A-L-T-A at saber, S-A-I-B-E-R.com. That'll do it for today's episode of the Garden State Law Podcast. We'll be back soon with more discussion on the legal issues that impact businesses in New Jersey today. Thank you very much. Have a great day and thank you for listening.